Science. Welcome to Probably Science. Uh, I'm Matt Kirshen. Sat right next to me is Andy Wood. Hello. And uh, missing once again because he's off uh, doing funny stuff on stage is Brooks Whelan. Instead, we have sitting in a special guest host, Augie Smith. Yes. Former guest of the show, friend of the show. N- neighbor, bringer of snacks. Yes, thank you for those. <laughs> sea salt covered. Chips. And multigrain, multigrain as well. So that's healthy as far as snacks go. Um, we are, as always, bringing you the week uh, in science news, topical science stories uh, through the eyes of some comedians who don't necessarily know that much about science but have a vague background in it. Uh, this week's special guest is comedian, writer, performer, lady about town. Mm-hmm. Good time girl. Is that that, that yeah. sounds bad? Is that no? That's all my special skills. Yep. Yeah. Um, good time trapeze good time artist. Girl, trapeze artist. Yep. <laughs> Snake handler. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that was my nickname in college. <laughs> um, and did I say comedian? I think I said comedian already. I say it twice because she's just that damn good. It's Kira mm-hmm. Zoltanovich. Thank you. Thank, Thank you for you joining so us so much for having me here. Thank you for coming out at this late night record. Do you, do you uh, feel like this is an environment that's conducive to comedy making, to podcasting? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. When you're yeah. asked to enter a dark house <laughs> off a street mm-hmm. you've never been on right. and say, meet us in the back. And it's all just, gothic. Just and, head on through. Just head on past the broken piano. Yep. No need Don't to knock. That. Just walk into the house. <laughs> right. And I'm knocking. Hope you get the right one. Exactly. Really, especially because... if you've never been here before. Just walk into any house in the neighborhood. <laughs> that's what exactly There's what There's probably a podcast going on. This being like... Los Angeles, and uh, you know I, that's is, this is where oh. murders happen. Yeah, or and worse, you could have joined the wrong podcast and be. Oh. <laughs> and this does seem like a place where, like, a, a Manson family right murder might have happened. Oh no, this some absolutely point. somebody was killed here Definitely. at some point. I'm not saying it was yesterday or last week, mm-hmm. but you're not pointing the week. I'm, I'm saying it was last week. Okay, is what all I'm right. He, he, at least he's saying it. I'm saying in the 60s for sure. Oh, yeah. There's yeah, lots but, of places yeah. to hide a body in this backyard, yeah. too. Everyone was murdered everywhere in the 60s, though. That's everywhere. true. It's, everywhere. It was a different time. You guys aren't that original. <laughs> we were trying to stop a war, man. <laughs> <laughs> On LSD. By any means necessary. <laughs> so, Kira, we always ask our guests, uh, do you have any scientific background? What's your background in science? What's- uh, I do. I have uh, several semesters. Perfect. Of, um, high school chemistry, mm. right? Mm. And nice. um, let's see. We tried to make a bong out of um, an apple core and a toilet paper roll. When That's I a was, kind of science. There's something wow. there, yeah, right? It's scientific. Wow. You're using a given. You're using. That's um, botany crossed with right. Something else. That's, full of, sure. that's the full-on scientific method. Yeah, there. There, we had blueprints. There was it was not just. <laughs> no, when you say we, I imagine you're talking about you and Vin Scully. Yes. Okay. Yes, I, absolutely. He and I went to junior high together. <laughs> oh, junior high. Uh, so that's about it. And this is taking place in the Ukraine. Yes, I, this I is. I did Google. I had to find out where you were born, uh-huh, uh, as uh-huh. we do for all of our guests. Sure, sure. You were born in the Ukraine. Yes, sir. Oh, yes, sir. You like that? Is that impressive? It's very big on the risk board. (laughs) 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 How many how many armies can that fit? You you, can base base, yeah, can base your entire uh, strategy from the Ukraine. Yeah. Um, I wish I I lived there longer. I feel like I'm going to be a huge disappointment to you right now. But I we immigrated. I was just a couple years old. So yeah, I know. So I didn't do much science there. Okay. But you know, I think I'm one of those people that I'm going to surprise myself by how much I do know. That's what we're, we're always hoping. We're always, we're always hoping, hoping that. Hoping that. I, yeah. I have a feeling, I have a feeling I, I have some sort of maybe like a past life right. that might come through. Some kind of savant. Yes. Scientific yeah. knowledge. Yeah. So I'm excited. So we've we, been told this podcast brings that out in people. So yeah, yeah be, be ready for it. You it's might well be... leave this building back through the scary house resolving to well, is it just me I'm seeing like shadows is there someone here and this the ghost of Tippi Hedren no, three men halls. and a little lady okay, you're someone sitting. was hung in the window there. no but There's you're sitting you, in that direction you saw the person just walk by I have by, roommates right? yes, I, I have roommates yes, oh you do, do. Oh, okay. I don't live in this place <laughs> okay so there, that was a human right that wasn't no, like yeah, some yeah. sort well he has roommates they're not alive oh I see right I call them roommates have you seen the others the Nicole Kidman movie yeah the thing you have to know about Andy is his first 10 movies were as successful as this place would have you believe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Does this get you laid, this house? Because it's an impressive oh, this house. This is like a nope. gods and monsters type nope. place, man. This is wonderful. This is, uh, this is repellent of anything related to that. This <laughs> really? house. I, because as, as nice as it is in some ways, it's it's just fallen into enough Grey Garden style disrepair that it, <laughs> that it keeps it keeps the ladies at bay surprisingly. So the ladies women go, "Wow, I want to fuck whoever bought this in the twenties. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, funny coincidence, his ghost is still here. Yeah. So living in the muck filled hot tub that hasn't worked since the Carter administration. Oh, <laughs> but we no. use it anyway. We get in there. It's if, cold. If it gets girls topless, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> whatever that works. Is a, that is a non functioning hot tub right there. And it's if you want me to take the lid off later, uh, I can tell you. I think it's now you. technically a pond. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's an experiment of sorts. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what it's now called. It's, once it's. Once it's once the water's been stagnant for a certain period of time, I yeah. think that's... Just a thousand gallons. Eventually, it becomes a gateway to hell, yeah. is what it is. <laughs> when you open mouth. up that top... Have you seen Cabin in the Woods? Demons come out. It's not that's an 80s, one of the means of it's death. It's not an 80s hot tub where you can time travel through it? If if Petri dishes equal time machines, then yes, it's a time machine. You could you could probably get in there and time travel back to a time you were bullied at school. <laughs> just yeah, just that's, that's the kind of memory kind of lake. It, it could be the kind of place where you have a baptism into a horrible religion. Like, you just... <laughs> dip your head in there and then just have nightmares constantly or have a scanner style head explosion um what do you think about getting into some science news what do you think do you have any stories on deck for we us man? Well, let's start with a slightly grim uh, story given that everyone Excellent. here none of Excellent. us are here at nine to five workers apparently um uh, wait what oh no you are you yes. are andy andy is now a rice assistant on a tv show so you are in an office on a nine to five well basis done. but um, you'd think that but uh, apparently shift workers according to this article are slightly more at risk of having a heart attack or stroke than day workers so they did this it was a, in the British Medical Journal they did a study of more than 2 million workers and they said shift work can disrupt the body clock and have an adverse effect on lifestyle it's been previously linked to an increased risk of high blood pressure and diabetes and it's apparently limiting night shifts would help workers cope experts say have you guys well, ever worked any strange Every 7-Eleven is just screwed now. Yeah. Just, yeah, you would have thought, like, you'd normally walk in those places and you think the guy behind the counter is going to be... It seems so healthy. You think that's uh, that's one of those sort of, but he, he looks so vital. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How can it happen? That's why he has this job at 45. <laughs> that's why he's working the night shift here at 7-Eleven because he's taken care of himself and thought about his future <laughs> he's like, that's or, what you think to yourself or he, maybe, maybe the it's counter. the fact that you go into any uh, like Wisconsin or Midwest town and you go and at, at, at 8 o'clock the third shifters come into the bar and I mean 8 a.m. 8 a.m. they fill the bars perhaps that has something to do with it and not the weird hours perhaps it's, it's the people that choose to work at night uh, have a bit more of a uh, dangerous lifestyle. I'm gonna that s- could be me you're talking. Saying the, the, the As a guy that's worked at night his entire adult life, yeah. the people that I've run into, uh, have a, they do a few more things that the I, day people don't I do. I think it is some of that. They've said it, like shift work results in disturbed appetite and, dis- and digestion, reliance on sedatives and or stimulants, as well as domestic and social problems. <laughs> what bar is open at 8 a.m.? Oh, lots oh, of them. Yeah, yeah. The good really? ones. Cater to those the kind of... good ones. Yeah. In the- My roommate used to work at one in Portland, up in uh, right near Montgomery Park in Portland. There was a place called Joe's Cellar. Sure, they did a bang up business early in the morning of people getting off work drinking. Yeah, in Edinburgh, there's a there's a pub called the Penny Black, which is named after Penny Black is the first postage stamp in Britain, and it was designed for the postal workers when they get off shift. The pub mm-hmm. opens at six a.m. So with the Ed- Edinburgh at the festival, what you can do and. Uh, it's been a while since I managed to do this because I then had to take things a little bit more seriously. But you, the bars, the bars in Edinburgh close at four a.m. You have to finish your drinks and get out of there by five, and then you will walk up to the Penny Black and stand in line, and you can carry on drinking from six. Oh, it's wonderful, right? Damn. Well, in uh, comedy, there used to be something called morning radio back when people used to <laughs> listen to radio. I'm fully aware of and, that. And uh, you'd have to go before do these we shows. killed that with this podcast, right? Before okay. podcasting uh, killed the job that I do. And so, but every Friday there was there was one bar, uh, there was one station I always did in Wisconsin where you'd go to you'd go and hang out with the third shifters in a different bar, and it was every time I went we went to a different bar. So there's there's plenty of uh, morning bars open for the night people. Yeah. Oh man, well, this is good to know because I have a one and a half year old baby, mm-hmm. and he gets up like six a.m. So the fact that there's a place for us to go and hang out—oh yeah, you don't have to get loaded I by had, yourself in yeah. the kitchen like some no. lonely mum. Yeah, I'm always that's trying to, sad being alone. Yeah, <laughs> trying to find stuff 
places to take him. You right. know, that, nothing else is open. Uh-huh. Yeah, man. Are those, those bars, a lot of them have Kino, too. Yeah, so Babies that. love Kino. Love the bouncing it. balls. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, mm-hmm. You could be drinking with the guy who pushes a hospital trolley. Yeah. Well, th- better than that, even, I could be drinking with him if I have to use the restroom. I have someone to watch my kid for a couple minutes. That is smart. If you, you know can't trust a third shifter who's starting the drink. You just leave him on can. the bar. Wait, you said yeah. hospital. Hospital people, workers oh, are yeah, always... Yeah, yeah. 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 just to put your napkin just over just... the baby's head so they know not to clear it. <laughs> right. <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> and to protect the, the, the fontanelle. Yeah, right, that's the napkin provides a nice yeah. little shield. He's for a the year and a half, but thank you. No, I mean, I don't know how soon those things close up. I'm not a doctor here. I'm trying to host a comedy podcast. This is a science podcast. Yes, a science podcast. Not a medical and I also know that I was a little bit of a slight Jew joke. That's fine. Yamaka. Yamaka, I get it. It's it not like, a black yeah. napkin. It's a square. <laughs> it was no, a round it's what you napkin. put over your drink so that the bartender it's doesn't. A, so no it's one slits my baby joke. a roofie? Yeah. Are we, are we still are we still going after the Jews? <laughs> yes. I, th- I, I thought you were going, are you still going to? How many times are you going to bring up that one time I roofied your baby? One time I roofied your baby. Roofie. 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 <laughs> one time. It's a year no, and a half old. That's all it takes. I meant to roofie a middle schooler. I didn't know a baby was going to drink that. Come on. I'm not a lunatic. <laughs> well, what kind of baby drinks Diet Coke? I mean, come on. What kind of parent puts that in front of their toddler? And just leaves it out there. Yeah. Anyway. There is a, a new show on TLC called uh, Honey Boo Boo. And it's a little baby girl from uh, the Toddlers and Tiaras. Got her own spinoff. And she drinks... <laughs> no ma- way. I swear to you. And she drinks Mountain Dew for breakfast. Fuck. Oh. That, 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 they don't even sell that and in Britain anymore. Like, Britain finally gave up on... They just looked at that drink and went, it's... Like, it's the color of the thing that kills Superman. Right. Like it <laughs> exactly. It shouldn't be in liquid form. That should be your science topic right there, is, is Mountain Dew... For breakfast for little children, and this girl is called Little Honey Boo Boo. Right. That's how she says it. It's on the John Mark Carr Network. Is anybody watching that? No. What is this? What is Come that? on, guys. Oh. This is kind of an old reference, but it's funny. He's the guy that said that he killed John Benet Ramsey. <gasps> oh. Uh, oh, oh, wow. Too soon. No, my Too fault. soon. Too soon and obscure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too obscure. How <laughs> come no one yells that out of comedy? No one yells that. Too obscure. <laughs> Not enough facts were involved in the setup for me to fully appreciate this punchline. If someone just heckles you, I forgot what happened. <laughs> I, I was out of the country during that news cycle. <laughs> that is too great a leap of logic. <laughs> too much stuff has happened since then. That'd be an interesting heckle. Here's a better gotta, analogy to make. I gotta say, like, if someone shouted, no longer relevant, you would take that to heart. <laughs> it's like, wow, that okay. That is a helpful that's heckle. A, that's constructive criticism at its best. Yeah. Yeah. Are you guys trying to say my Lewinsky jokes aren't as uh, as green as they used to be? Oh, no, they're great. Oh, okay, Depends on you. which Lewinsky you're talking about. <laughs> How many Lewinskys are it's there? Bertrand Lewinsky, the adventure <laughs> right. of the street, steam cotton pick. <laughs> the steam cotton pick? I wanna... Those are still in vogue. I didn't know where I was going at the start no, of that sentence that's, either. It was perfect. Mm-hmm. It was. I thought like he'd be it. a philosopher of sorts. Bertrand always implies some sort of a... What's your Lewinsky joke? There is no Lewinsky joke. I'm just thinking of a hacky exactly. old reference. That's yes, the joke. That's the, yes, boom. boom. Oh, I wouldn't I did, want to be Lewinsky right now. Although, right? actually, just I was nailed her. I was in uh, Washington, D.C. the summer of 98 for the 4th mm. of July weekend, and that was right as the story was on the... Co- I mean, it was coming Are out. Are you about but, to say that it could have been you instead of her? Listen, there's a couple <laughs> places I could have been in history that... I, that yeah. <laughs> I've had a Forrest Gump existence, mm-hmm. and I almost blew Bill Clinton. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, Andy, that's just milk on your dress. <laughs> What if that? What if I was in drag and I tapped out Monica Lewinsky at the last second and his eyes were closed? Okay. What if you had the sexual Forrest Gump though? You were just <laughs> yeah. missed all these weird different. Like I was almost in the Rob Lowe video in the eighties. <laughs> I was in the I was in the next room. R. Kelly was about to pee. Yeah, on he me. was about to pee on me. <laughs> no, but the Lewinsky thing. This close with Mick Jagger in the Mars bar. <laughs> What's that story? So it was the apocryphal Marianne Faithful story that just is completely bullshit. That's yeah. not as too obscure. What about the five <laughs> gallons of dog cum they took out of uh, Rod, Rod Stewart, Stewart right? Yeah. That? Do- no, five gallons of dog cum. I thought it was yeah. human. Oh, right? What about That's the red? Gets that voice. What about the red snapper caught out of the hotel room balcony of Led Zeppelin? That uh... there's actually a picture of that it isn't a snapper. It's a, it's a shark. Oh, that's right. They that's right. A, a shark. mud shark. It was a mud shark that used to uh... to do what? 
Well, what do you think they you do with the mud shark? With it. Oh, I thought they, okay. No, they just beat it with oh. it. Either, I'm like, okay with that. Oh, at least hey, they just hey, beat weirdo. the groupie with the mud shark caught from They the would top. beat a groupie with a mud if shark? If you're Led Zeppelin, yeah. after a certain point, what do, What else do you what do? What else is there? Like yeah. Tend a woman with fish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> roofie a baby. Yeah, roofie a baby, throw some mud sharks around. Look, we're out of ideas. Is that, yeah, when, is that when like bands finally dis, like they finally break up, they finally disband, they're like, look, we've just, we have run out of weird things we can do to women. <laughs> <laughs> There's just, just no break reason up. to be around anymore. There's that, no. That's what's why Rife said Fred broke him? up so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we've done it all. Right said. <laughs> You're you right, just Fred. implying then it's, that it's, one of them is called Right said and the other one's called <laughs> Fred. called Fred. I, it's oh. a very Doctor Seuss way. Fred was the last name, and Right said. <laughs> I thought he was Armenian. And his first name was oh, Right said. Right said Fred of the Armenian Freds. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Have we run out of sexual things? People are choking themselves while masturbating. Like, masturbation isn't even enough for these not. fucking kids. That's old news. I don't think it's for kids. This is for, this is for the guy from Kung Fu. This isn't for kids. This is <laughs> well, for... Well, he's trying to, to stay age. current. He's trying to stay current. Didn't the Your lead singer of In Excess include. also... Yeah, Michael that? Hutchins. Yeah. Thank you, mm-hmm. thank you. Mm, comedy killer, that one. That's yeah. a little bit too... Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, too soon. You guys want to hear my list? If any, any of our listeners know of anyone else who've autoerotically asphyxiated themselves to death, then please do write in mm-hmm. to probablyscienceofgmail.com <laughs> or the usual sources. I think it's just David Carradine and Michael Hutchins at this point, isn't it? No, there must be. Oh, uh, Ulysses S. Grant. <laughs> don't know that. History buff over yeah. here. Adolf History Hitler buff. in his bunker. Little known fact, actually, the way that he went out. Yeah. <laughs> Look at you two with your book learning. <laughs> we are not just scientists; we're historians. Are you a scientist? Well, I have an engineering degree. Ah. That's, that's the whole. This podcast came about because Matt has a math maths, as they call it. In maths, the isn't that adorable? Well, so cute. They're so, cute. There's so many maths. Yeah, because because yeah. you call it mathematics, and so you when you shorten it, you keep the plural. You don't, you know. But yet they oh. call sport. Uh, oh uh, yeah. Sp- we say sports. They call it just sport. It's sport. It's right. just sport. Watching sports. There's no consistency. Yeah, you're watching yeah. sport. Yeah, we do. Yeah, like you ask a guy in America, "Are you a sports guy?" You're a sport fan. Yeah, but you, you say, say sports sport. fan. Yeah. yeah, good spot. Thank or you. Good spots. Ooh. <laughs> mm. Which one is it? No, I think it's spot actually in that case. Okay. Okay. It's just the one. But yeah, we've got. So you're a maths guy, and math. you are a scientist. Oh, yeah, I was. was well, I've forgotten most of it now. And uh, yeah, Andy worked as an engineer after his degree, and Brooks, who's normally here on the show, works in a science lab. Co- he has a biomedical engineering degree, and he yeah. can't fix the jacuzzi. Actually, it, it is electrical, and I'm not going to... I think it would involve dig, digging up something along here that goes to the heating. I don't... It's not... If you want to chip in the money for it, I would love to have it working. Uh, I don't think any of the roommates... We'll have probably right. science hot tub parties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In fact, we should set up a PayPal donate button. The two of them. One for the podcast, one for the hot tub. Hot and tub we will party. do... We will podcast from the hot tub. Wait, better yet, a Kickstarter campaign where if you donate enough to the podcast, you get to come be a guest and we'll record and in, the, record in, the, in the, the hot tub. In the, yep. That's so, not a bad idea. So if actually. anyone at home has ever dreamed of... Um, Sharing a hot tub with a science podcast while getting electrocuted, yeah, <laughs> feel free and fi- to asphyxiated. Yeah, that happens. Did I say that right? Yeah, asphyxiated. Are these West Nile virus mosquitoes? I'm just curious. Are you getting bitten by mosquitoes? Well, aren't we all? I mean, I, I see them on you. Mosquitoes or are all deep, deep, like right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Is the is the mosquito biting us or are we biting oh, the mosquito? Mm-hmm. Mm. Which <laughs> one is it? I'm pretty sure it's biting us. In Russia, actually, no, you can't mention yeah. it. It is in Russia. I'm sorry, I was going for a yakov. The mosquito doesn't bite us. We bite the mosquito. What a country! <laughs> that guy was a millionaire, and I heard he's broke. No, he's not the Branson. No, no, he's broke. Which guy? It, it's Yakov Sirnoff was making a killing in Branson, Missouri. Okay, and uh, he is now currently like it's not working out for as much. Uh, mm. the, the, all I the rednecks in the South have seen him, and they're done. And wow. uh, yeah, he was. Terrible. It's like the Las Vegas of the South, right? And um, I thought it was a destination for all over, though, so you don't even have to worry about burning the audience locally. Like, I thought it was a place people, yeah. mu- you know, yeah, so pil- you do the same right. To- well, he doesn't like Andy Williams is writing new songs, right? Yeah, <laughs> people just got sick of the uh, that's the rumor, that's the rumor on the Ukrainian the fall of the <laughs> gossip mill. <laughs> Who else famous has come from your country? <laughs> Oh, gosh. What are the Ukrainians? You guys gave us Chicken Kiev. We appreciate that. Mm -hmm. I'm so sorry. The Chernobyl accident. Chernobyl. That was awesome. My bad. My bad. Um, Ivan Drago? Yes. From Ukraine? Well, I don't... 
can we not be so specific as Ukraine? Can we just say Soviet, former like Soviet former Republics? Eastern Bloc, yeah, all yeah, that? Because yeah. that's more that's better stuff. Yeah. Uh, Mila Jovovich, you're welcome. Ooh. You're welcome very mm-hmm. much. You're welcome. She's a looker. Spank you much. Yes, she is. Uh, and that's it. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> Those are all the Russians. That's it, I think. <laughs> yep. That's it. And, and wrap, Stalin. It wraps it up. And yep. Stalin. Stalin. Um, Crazy Twitter guy. I don't have anything else. Yeah. Uh, you guys had some good composers. You guys had like a. You guys had a run there of some uh, pretty the awesome 16th composers. Century. Yep. Thank you. A while back. I. I. It kind of sucks because the you know Perestroika happened many 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 years ago. You'd think that you know whatever artists were about to come out of there and emerge. What, would have done it, but yeah. well, what did that mean nope. exactly? I know that I know. I remember Glasnost and Perestroika. I don't right. remember exactly the what word, they meant. The word Perestroika but... actually means like to change over. Okay, like you, you know, you literally like to change from this spot to this spot. So it's it was the changeover. The changeover from Soviet Union to the the republics being independent and Russia and everything. Right. Yeah, what is it? That, that the was... Federation or something? It's like some sort of Star Trekian yeah. thing now. <laughs> yeah. So, but you would think that no one really came out of that. No right? one came out of that. But, there but, were those lesbians, of, those lesbians. Oh yeah, they sang. Were, yeah, right. those, yeah those tattoo, tattoo right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Tattoo lesbians singing. Before, I always before Katy Perry, they were kissing yeah. girls. Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I they was about to suggest Pussy Riot, which I I didn't know. I when you started saying these lesbians, I just guessed because they're, 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 they're but I don't know where they are. I don't know what their sexual orientation is, but they're in shit right now, and it's kind of bad. Have you heard this story? No, no. This band, uh, these punk. Um, uh, this punk anarchist band, Pussy Riot, basically went into a. I think it was one of the main um, Orthodox cathedrals and sung a song that's critici- that criticizes Putin. Okay. And now they're facing being in prison for a very long time. Because, really? Yeah, because oh. Russia's still an incredibly fucked country. There's uh, amnesties launching campaigns and various... How did Pussy Riot get the gig in the church to begin with? Well, that's Who part of the problem. That? They sort of booked it themselves against the venue's right? will. Um they said, can you do 45 corporate clean? And Pussy Riot said, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely we can. Uh, Depends on what the money is. I mean, if they are an anarchist band, sure. I think they're kind of asking to be thrown in jail. So, well, they can, so they can be like, see what we mean? Yeah, no, but they, there's, like, they're facing being put in jail for a long time. For singing one song in public that's critici- that criticizes the leader I, of supposedly a free country. Wow! Yeah, well, I can I see if that help. I can see career. if that song was "Nights in White Satin" because right. that's just the worst. Song. I've been waiting. Uh, our black hole sun. God, I hate that song. <laughs> I always hated that song. Black hole. Do we get more science stories? We do have more science stories. I'm sorry. I'll get to mine now. Um, did you guys have any uh, any experience with um, the, the theory that like where you look? dictates something about what side of your brain is working or you know you heard people talk about if you if you look to the left left you're lying you're lying right well it turns out where you look can in fact predict what you're going to say according to this uh study a new study shows it's possible to guess what sentences people will use to describe a scene by tracking their eye movements and these uh, scientists at the university of edinburgh presented 24 volunteers with a series of photorealistic images depicting indoor scenes such as a hotel reception. And then they then tracked the sequence of objects that each volunteer looked at after being asked to describe what they saw. Other than being prompted with a keyword, such as man or suitcase, participants were free to describe the scene however they liked. Some typical sentences included, the man is standing in the reception of the hotel, or the suitcase is on the floor. And the order in which a participant's gaze settled on objects in each scene tended to mirror the order of nouns in the sentence used to describe it. And they were surprised that there was such a close correlation given that multiple cognitive processes are involved with each sentence formation, and it's kind of remarkable to find evidence of similarity between the speech and the visual. So literally, as the words are coming out, people are very literal about where... People are actually far more literal than you might think about looking at... If you're constructing a sentence, like, this is a... The cat is on the window ledge. You will literally look at the cat and then... window ledge. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if that means we're simpler than we give than we than we tend to think that we are, or... uh, I I think probably just the people they did the experiments on, we're much better than that. Oh, yeah, we're, we're certainly above all that. Well, I mean, isn't that uh, something that detectives use all the time when they are interrogating maybe that, possible murderers? That aspect of it, actually, there's. I think I saw an article quite recently about that. That's possibly a little bit bullshitty. Really? Yeah, there's, it's uh, it's not quite as simple as 
as people think. Like, you know, he's looking up and to the left, so he's recalling something, and he's looking what? down and to the right, so he's yeah, calculating I, something. I, no Have you ever had, funny. like, somebody hide something in a room? Right, okay. and you walk in, and they are looking at the place where the item is hidden, but they don't even know. They subconsciously are right. looking over there, mm-hmm. and you stand in front of, like, let's say it's underneath this table that's next mm-hmm. to us, and then you ask them, "Is it under the table?" And if they look there first and say, "No, it's under the table." Oh, okay, okay. So whenever they're anyone, trying to cover, they check to see whether it's visible to you or something first, or or yeah. they just know, like their mind knows that's where they. So yeah. whenever you ask someone, like, "Hey, are there any dead bodies in this house?" Like you should have when you first right. moved in, <laughs> they would have looked around different parts of the backyard, and you would have known. <laughs> oh fuck, right there. Uh, yeah, I, I, beneath I, that when tree. When I come to the front door, I ask if there are any dead bodies buried. They hold up a finger and then do a lap around the backyard for five minutes and come back and say no. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been a sign. Also, just give me a sec. I just have to look a bunch of places. That's why no. those oranges that are growing uh, right behind me they, are probably sour. That it, it is that is the Billy Holiday strange fruit tree. Yeah, that's yeah where. because there are bones <laughs> intertwined with the roots. Yeah. Um, there, there are multiple hell. There. there are multiple hell mouths on this property, not just the one hell mouth in the hot tub. There's lots of mm-hmm. gateways to right. parallel dimensions. Oh, really? Like a Malkovich? You can accidentally walk yes. into hell a bunch of times. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just trying to get to the bathroom. Sorry. Yeah. You just sort of fall asleep and your right hand's just in hell for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's just dipping into It hell. makes you pee, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite slumber party prank is right, to send yeah. my little brother's hand to hell. Right. Yeah, just to see if I went to bed. Yeah. Um, it, the, this article, though, as well, is saying the the software that they're using it there's also possible um usage in augmented reality headsets that track eye movement at the same time that you're typing or speaking something say for uh to predict more accurately what it is you're trying to say mm. uh so at the moment you know predictive text and stuff is fairly inaccurate art one of the things mm-hmm. that uh but so, it's endless entertainment yeah it's uh, exactly but it looks like it might be slightly more accurate now. They look like they can combine it with augmented reality. Look at what you're looking at. So you're looking at a tree, and you misspell tree. They're likely to go, oh, that's that's probably tree that they're trying to type because he was looking at a tree when he said Instead that. Instead of the word three, for yeah. instance. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's article. do an experiment real quick. Ready, everybody? Ready? Mm-hmm. Nipples. See? Everyone went down. You didn't. Good for you. Married man, you're trained well. Okay. Mine are huge, though. See, you looked again. You looked again after I said it. As a, as a woman, <laughs> enormous. I'm, they really they're they're very big. Anyways, go ahead. D- 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 diameter or protrusion? What are we <laughs> talking d- 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 about? Yeah, length or girth. You know, when you have a baby, they get really, really huge. Like crazy abnormally huge because yeah. they say biologically your body does that so that when the baby is born, it's like a bullseye, like food here. Okay. Mm-hmm. And does it also get the blue and the white rings as well? Uh, that's a medical condition you need to talk to your doctor about. The blue and white rings? Yeah. And also, the, like, <laughs> like... Like a saucer? What like a full-on bullseye target. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, we're in America. <laughs> we don't know what that means. Right. I think Our also- bullseyes are red. Yeah, our bullseyes are red. When, you don't when, get the multicolored like brown. And my nipples are are. Hey, go ahead. What was your question? Oh, I was just I was gonna make the statement that I think that boy, this is way too late for this joke. Is that <laughs> is this a JonBenet Ramsey is gonna, joke? Is that God, of course, makes pregnant women's breasts so big so that while they're pregnant, they're not completely useless, right, hey, guys? Yes. Come on, high five! High five! It. Boom! Bam. I'll high five you too. I'll high five you too. It would have been funny five minutes ago. Yep. Did you no, get? It was still funny. No, I'm curious about pregnancy yeah. trivia. Yep. Did you get the the Linnea Nigra? Ah, uh, <laughs> yes, I did. You had a black baby. I had a black baby. It was a confu- <laughs> It was a confusing. It really was. All right. Our sperm donor. Um. <laughs> Lied to us, ah, a bastard! Damn it! No, that is a line that you get because you notice how you're... like white sperm donors jack off like this, but like black stone. Bound chicka bound bound the white sperm. He's like lying ding, back ding. in his beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> sperm donors, they like to shop. You be shopping, <laughs> sperm donors. You be shopping. <laughs> 
great. Uh, no, you. Do, I did get that. Yes, that is because your um, muscles basically separate. Your abdominal muscles, right? So what is it? And it's, it's like this line that starts right up here and goes all the way down to your pubic bone. And Just, what's it called? It goes down the, the middle of yeah. your of Le your body. Negra. Negra. Right. That's Just correct. Black line. It's Latin. Negra. Yes. Negra. And also sounds like a Spanish soap opera. Uh-huh. <laughs> when you say it like My that. My name is Lenny. Lots of, lots of crazy stuff happens. Lots of crazy stuff. But that doesn't stick around. That's just during pregnancy. It, it went away for me, but some yeah. women, I think if... Uh... Did you do vaginal or did you get it cut out of you? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's weird it, when they cut it out look of you. Look on Augie's face it when came out, It came out the lobby. It went out really? right through the lobby. Yeah. Although I tell people, because I had a 10-pound baby, and I do this no! bit. No! <laughs> I do this bit on stage. One chick was like, oh, so you, you had a C-section? And I say, no, I I didn't and then her next question this is a real conversation she goes well then how did you have him <laughs> and I just stared at her and I said anally <laughs> <laughs> and she's just one of those uh-huh. stupid chicks and I go but that's a very special insurance right. it's a PPO right. and not everybody covers <laughs> no. that but yeah yeah, I had it out, Damn out, Obama, out the, the, way, right? the way it went in it came out yeah wow. yeah I know someone it's put a impressive. baby in you in the first place Right, they put it in ten pounds straight. It <laughs> shoulders first. I don't mess around. I was ten pounds. I feel you were. so horrible for my mom. Yeah. So was I, and born in Russia in <laughs> nineteen seventy. None of your business, right. and oh uh, no drugs at all. And don't think no. my mom did not f- let me forget that. Did you, have you been guilted about your birth? Really? Absolutely. I can't imagine. Yeah, it's just a like a strap of leather to, to bite uh, on, and then a poem. Yeah. Yeah. You know what we have in Russia. They spit in your mouth. That is your epidural. Like wow. they're pissed. They're that still doesn't even angry. seem effective, <laughs> right? I mean, even country medicine would tell you spitting in a mouth. Take away from the enormous pain of a I think it's ten the shock. child. It's the shock. Is that a nurse? Anything to that surprise nurse you? Just spit in my mouth and then you forget right? about the pain. Ah, it's okay. I like it more now. Why is the, why is the doctor doing a puppet show now? This yeah. is just, this is weird. But what's happening with horrible oh, Halloween masks? Can I dilate right. more? Oh, that was effective. Oh, I guess. Oh, I remember now. I'm giving birth to a six year old. <laughs> I remember now. Ten double digits. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, yeah. That's a Ten human LBs. being. Are you guys gonna have babies? Ah, uh, I'm after not. That story. Yeah, not after that. Story. She will. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wait till not? you see her nipples. It's amazing. Oh, they're awesome right now. They're going to get better. Oh, they're going to get bigger. Yeah. <laughs> really? They're, mine came out around, like if you wore a tank top, you I could don't, see it see, from I don't the think, side. I don't think you know it's attractive to men. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, if you have to tie your nipples behind your back People as though they are a bikini top <laughs> from the 70s, People thought I that's not, that's not an attractive nipple. Look. I mean, it's awesome. Sure. Um, I thought guys were just into whatever. I mean, <laughs> big nipples, little nipples. You didn't really care. No, actually, they were. That's, that's pretty fair. Like, there's a guy who's into anything. Yeah, specific. that is true. There, yeah. There's a magazine for it too. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I couldn't go topless on a beach because they look like frisbees. It's dogs would. <laughs> Really? <laughs> Dogs would bite nipples. your nipples. They would try to run and, and, and they'd just be hanging off of them. And try to and catch just it. Like, retrieve them for their owner. <laughs> and you'd be standing there screaming at the owner. Yeah. Hey, get a leash. And always a dog with a bandana around its of neck. Course. I don't know why. Why do they wear bandanas? Are they cowboys? Because they, they play sport. Because <laughs> it's a sport dog, not a sports dog. They, they might hold up a train later. <laughs> with doggy bandits. We need bandanas. Um, Sometimes a dog wants some anonymity, you know, in this, in this crazy, oversaturated, well, lack of privacy dog world. Like, doggy right. bandits, good or bad name for a gang? <laughs> doggy, doggy bandits. Uh, not an anarchist gang no. that might play no. in Russia. Doggy bandits with the pussy riot. What's it pussy called? Pussy riot. Yeah. riot is that one bandits? word or two? Uh, I don't know what it is in the original Russian. Kira might be able to help. But yeah. What is the original? What is the I, Russian? I don't know. Yeah, let's look it up. Right. Google, what, it. Google what would it. Russian? Do you, know, do you know your Russian? I I mean I don't know because um, vagina sure. is different than the word pussy, and I I think I know vagina. Wow. I've seen in you know the Russian word for that. I've seen some Russian vaginas. And yes, you're right. They yeah. are different than pussies. What's wrong with it? What, what have you? Uh, look, not, you didn't just, like it. It's a tough. It's a you tough were, neighborhood. <laughs> Russia. <laughs> oh, you were Some there? Were you happens. there? No. Oh. Have you ever been with a Russian vagina? I have been with yeah. a Russian vagina. Good, bad, indifferent? 
Uh, she was uh, uh, crazy. Yeah. But that was just one. But I, her I vagina's not I crazy. I can't judge an entire uh, Sure you race can. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. <laughs> well, okay. They you are. can. Well, the, they are all crazy. The uh, the English Wikipedia page for Pussy Riot doesn't have a Russian name, which makes me think maybe they just call themselves Pussy, Pussy Riot, Riot in yeah. English. Yeah. Because that would have some credibility if your band has an English name also. That's so well, and it's inspired by, you know, the Riot Girls, and that's a very North American and, that, and, and that's English pretty movement. Much English 101 is to know Pussy Riot and what it means. I mean... You know, yeah. any English, you'll probably know Sure, that. that's, they teach that. Yeah. If you grew up in the Ukraine, those are probably two of the first English words <laughs> Absolutely. <you> yeah. <laughs> it's not like bus or yellow, it's pussy riot. <laughs> pussy and or riot. <laughs> and or riot. And usually it's like just know, asking for... Eventually they're going to come together like chocolate and peanut butter. Yeah. You know. But usually it's in the context of asking for directions towards either. It's like, <laughs> which way to pussy? Generally, is, is people want to know the direction away from one and towards the other, but it, it varies from person to person which way around that is. And if they're both in the same place, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I feel like somehow, even without Brooks, we still managed to not talk about science on this Hold podcast. Hold on, we must have another story. Do we, we do, certainly. We do. Here's, here's a nice little story. Um, this is one that Brooks should be here for because he's got a massive snake phobia. Uh, but according to some fossils, one of the most primitive snake fossils ever found, uh, it hints that... Uh, they may have originated on land and not in the sea, as being originally proposed. So they found this uh, fossil from an animal that lived at the same time as the dinosaurs, uh, which probably emerged from a line of burrowing reptiles that lost their legs. Uh, the details of the find appear in the journal Nature. So there we go. Snakes came from... How are we supposed to feel about that? I'm not I'm sure not, how to feel about it either, not, yeah. I, 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 yay! Snakes came from or land and then come from sea. How, is that like a, oh man, or is that a well, sweet? I don't know. They describe it as a transitional snake, combining a snake-like body and a lizard-like head. Sure. Probably would have had small legs, uh, but the ancient reptile's small size, along with its physical speech, the features of its spine, suggest that it burrowed. Analysis of its jaws show it fed on relatively large, soft-bodied prey, but didn't have the flexible jaws that allow modern-day snakes to swallow prey many times their own size. So the question is, if you could have a jaw that unlocks and lets you eat things bigger than your head, would you give up your arms and legs? <laughs> That's the question this poses, oh, right? It's the obvious question. Yeah. because yeah. If I could unhinge my jaw and just put an entire mm-hmm. you gallon. Inside of you. Like a yeah. small pig or something. Just, yeah. just, just right. immediately. Just let it but you don't get to have arms or legs anymore. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so I you, you know, you, it's 50-50. Yeah. You, you, <laughs> could, you could have one meal that lasts you a week as you slowly digest it, but you couldn't yeah. knit. <laughs> Or text. Right. Wow, well, yeah, that's another. Yeah. There's like a bunch of things you couldn't do without arms or legs. I'm probably, thinking. yeah. Try yeah. to write a tandem. It's got to be. Yeah, there we go. There's another one. There's probably. I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say there's almost. Oh, excuse the pun, and say there's, there's probably going to be almost 10 things that you could not do if you didn't have arms or legs. <laughs> but there's at least 12 you could do if you could unhinge your jaw. Yeah. <laughs> like swallow your television. Who wouldn't want to do that? Right? Okay, Howard Zinn, what are you trying to get us to do here? <laughs> In Russia, we don't swallow our televisions. Our television swallows us. I don't know why uh, I make uh, my Russian... Uh, exactly, uh. I was going to say, why is my Russian accent the count? The count is Russian. As opposed to, say, your family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I can't do a really good Russian accent. You don't do a lot of... Your pronunciation my mom... of certain words, that, like actual Russian words earlier on. Was... Yes, absolutely, because I speak the language. But when I try to do my parents, it always comes off like Boris and Natasha. From Rocky and right. Bullwinkle, I can't. It's always like kind of a parody of. But you do actually speak Russian. I thought you were yeah. joking. You oh, no, no, d- I how- do. Oh, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. I only recently learned. Maybe on this podcast, we we're talking about how Chewbacca uh, is is related to like Sabaka is Sabaka dog is, in yes. Russian, right? It, yeah. yeah, yeah. Did you guys know that Chewbacca is that's the origin of that? So Chewbacca was not Russian? that interesting. No, no but it's just because that's, it's he's dog-like from. I, uh, he's... I hung out with Chewbacca one time. Peter uh, Mayhew. Yeah. Really? Really? Yeah. About two years ago in Kansas City. Good guy? Beautiful old uh, prince of a man. Just <laughs> looks exactly the way you'd think. Just tall and gangly, had a cane and a big long beard and this clothing out of the 1700s. Oh, so he he <laughs> lives you, up to what people hope that he's going to be. He's a dandy? Do yeah, I'm like, sick of people not living up to what they should I kind of hope he's just going to be Chewbacca and just always yeah. wear the costume without the head. <laughs> Just, just still, still, still. Just. Did, did he at least have a backpack with C-3PO parts in it when you saw him? Because you should always have that going on. But did he? Did he? Do you think he got like residuals? Because 
He might have signed like a shitty deal. Yeah. No, I I think he makes most of his money going to those. Uh, going to the yeah, oh, yeah, they make yeah. a f- yeah. like if you've if that you've and he created a- How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> <laughs> So he made well, that was a lot based on his money. life, wasn't it? That was right. based he on how he met the real mother of his yeah, actual kid. He just kid. had a quirky group of friends in New York <laughs> <laughs> that he's lived that he hung around with in the nineties. And, and he, he just booked a Chex National commercial, so that's <laughs> exciting. Yeah, he finally got his national. No Chex Mix or Chex Mix? Yes, yeah. of course. That's, that's where the, the money one. is. The cereal isn't where it's at. It's no. the snack products. Yeah, but um, he went the crossover success. But yeah, if you've ever been in any of those cult, like or sci-fi or fantasy series like if you've if, even if you had like the tiniest bit part right. you are now set for life on really? those, are you yeah. sure those conventions, they make oh it's the conventions yeah okay oh yeah no entirely not from the actual film itself yeah. but they those they make hundreds of dollars doing that. <laughs> literally, literally hundreds he is a thousandaire <laughs> <laughs> like if you po- if you you know if you if you post for a photograph that's probably like it's 12 bucks right there that's, you th- that's dinner. T- Peter Mayhew gets twelve dollars. That's a guess. I'm, I'm going out on a limb here. I'm, I'm going to suggest make he's change pay for a, a team 20? of attorneys out of that. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to pay all of Team Mayhew. Team, May- <laughs> team Mayhew. I, mean, I like that he's like MC Hammer. He brought everyone up from the ghetto with him when he hit, hit big in Star Wars. It's, it's all these old English queens. That <laughs> that he hangs out with. Is he British? That never quite made it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Is that what that accent was? Yeah, that's too uh, <laughs> What is that? Is that Northern London? That's Welsh. Is that yeah, Welsh? That I thought it was Cockney. I thought he was Clank actually Lachlan. speaking English most of it. Time, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. He, he, he is Welsh, but he was doing a sort of Cockney accent. hybrid accent, obviously is. <laughs> sort I've, of a Cary Grant. I've been to Chlenglochlin. Why? Don't ask. I went spelunking. Uh, I heard it was the place to we go. We call that potholing in Britain. <laughs> It's called Thanks. potholing, right? It's called potholing, yeah. I, I did, which I did the one on one only time I did it in my life was in Wales. Was in Wales, yeah. yeah. That's the place to do it. That's where they've got caves That's with holes. They've got them. They've got them there. <laughs> they've got the overalls. They've got the headlamps. They will let you in. Yeah, and no, like, heads up. No, like, hey, let's do a. You know, like in the States, everyone has to sign, like, a thing. Sure. Like, we're not going to sue you if you die. Yeah. In Wales, they just literally, like, kick you down. <laughs> Hope you're not scared. Go! <laughs> and you splash. They don't tell you there's water. They, have, they give you no heads up. What? It's Wait just this country that's like, if you can't fucking so you hang, get out. into a hole yeah. in, into darkness? <laughs> and there's darkness, and you go for like, it's like Alice in Wonderland, wow. and a rabbit goes past you, I'm late, I'm late, right? And then you get, and you literally... And you see clocks just <laughs> dying <laughs> back <laughs> in your peripheral <laughs> vision. Tick tock, tick tock, and you sploosh in water. you turn right water. to see things stuff. Yeah, there's, you, you see it, like the rise and fall of civilizations, yeah. is that right. King Arthur? <laughs> <laughs> It was scary. Did you enjoy it? Kinda it kind of sounds awesome, the way you described it. Yeah. I did, I, we didn't get kicked out a hole. We sort of, I think we sort of... But there, I, remember, I do, It was a long, long time ago, but I do remember there was a lot of sort of crawling on... Like, you know that sort of crawling properly on your belly, like army style, where you, right. you, just, you have to lie flat and you just shuffle forward yeah. with your shoulders? For a long time. And you don't see anything ahead of you except for the person's boots in front of you. Yeah, it is. That doesn't it's sound really, like fun to me. It's really freaky. But I quite yeah. like, I, like, I've never been claustrophobic. I quite like sort of enclosed spaces. I don't... I don't know. It's who likes, what's wrong with who it's likes enclosed spaces? He must have a good likes. womb experience, yeah. and so he's always <laughs> that seeking it. that out. That's not healthy. That is not you healthy. Were ha- yeah, yeah, you were happy in there. It was dark. Yes. It was wet. You never, were kind got, of, never got better than that. Nope. It never will. Although I do, I, I have been caught sleeping in weird positions sometimes. Like my brother once walked into the bedroom and saw me. Sometimes I sleep mummy style with my my legs crossed at the ankle on my back with my arms across my chest with my covers pulled over my. You're head. reliving a past life. It's some kind of mummy mummification. You thing were a mummy in a past yeah. life. I totally believe in that. You, in, in your nightly prayerless. <laughs> If I should die before I wake, I don't want to give my parents a lot of work. So I'll just be ready. I'll just be ready for that. Also, I come from a mafia family and I sleep on a carpet. So it's considerate they can just roll it up. Roll it up and yeah. weirdly enough, wrapped in toilet paper. I don't know yeah. why. Yeah, he's into it. He wraps himself completely head to toe in toilet paper. It just feels nice. Have you guys tried sleeping with toilet paper wrapped around you? It's nice. Is that the very, double, it's the very double stuff? Double stuff. Has anybody here actually gone as a mummy for Halloween and done like a sheet torn into strips and and actually spent the time to? Oh, we've done the toilet paper one. Really? Yeah. That doesn't, you, you doesn't did last a very long. Paper mummy, I no, and it really fucks off whoever's party it is. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it just, just yeah. straps yeah. after Everyone. like yeah, after everyone's the shoes. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
just like, which dick? I don't mean, you can't pretend it's not you because right, you're now exactly. like, <laughs> by, by midnight, Who left you're. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Who was it? You now half mummy in the corner. And you, you ultimately will have that mummy g-string because you're walking and it'll just turn to like a mummy. <laughs> G-string. Yeah. Then all of a sudden you're just a stripper. <laughs> there was a mummy earlier. This turns into a Barbarella <laughs> mummy like, sort of. This sort of yeah, get someone dr- spills a drink on you and half of it goes soggy. <laughs> you're, just, <laughs> you're just a sort of damp papier mâché fire hazard. <laughs> just a human spitball at that point. Yeah. I did the classic uh, sheet over the head uh, ghost thing one time. Oh, uh, that was horrible. That's awful. Because you, you, you didn't cut the holes out, so you just were like hyperventilating yeah, the whole just time. Knocking into people. <laughs> yeah. You're like, this costume sucks. I can't, I don't know why. I can't put my finger on it. I got, um, I, I got trick or treating with some old batteries. I don't think I was going to people's houses. I, I got, um, I found, it was in a thrift store in Seattle. I found, and it's clearly meant to be for kids for trick or treating. But I just about fit into it, and it's amazing. This is an all-in-one wizard costume. No, and you just—it's you, like it's—it's bright—it's bright, bright blue with sort of stars on it, and it has like attached to this costume like a hat and a fake beard. <laughs> so you, you literally—it's just like in less than ten seconds you go from human to wizard. <laughs> you just pull it over your head, put your arms through the armholes, and you are a wizard instantly. Uh. That's great. It's like a correspondence Hogwarts. It's like a faster way (laughs) to... uh... It is amazing. I'm going to tell you the one of the most frustrating Halloween... Okay, we went to go pick up some friends. This is like a long time ago, and I doubt they're going to listen to this. We went to go pick up some friends on our way to a Halloween party, waiting for them outside, honking the horn. Where are you guys? I think this might even be before cell phones. Maybe we had one. I don't know. We're coming down. We're coming right down. We're just getting into our costume. We're like, wow, this must be an intense <laughs> costume. I mean, they must be doing like the prosthetics sure. and the blood and the who knows. I mean, I thought maybe she was sewing her own costume. <laughs> We're waiting waiting it was my husband my boyfriend at the time waiting just sitting there like what the come on they finally come downstairs the chick it was a couple a dude and a chick the chick was Buffy the Vampire Slayer so she was in jeans (laughs) and a jacket and she she took two sticks and like twine them together as her cross (laughs) what the fuck took so long the dude was Keanu Reeves from The Matrix uh, a trench black coat trench coat and sunglasses. What yeah. the, were you guys doing it? What took you? We were getting into our costume. Did you make the trench coat? Oh, Sorry, we're just, looking at the picture. Right I'm now showing the, the wizard costume. That's it's a pretty amazing. good costume. That, that is, is actually amazing. Very, you really found really that at a thrift shop? At a thrift store. I mean, it's not it. Like I think they had some new stuff as well, and that was in the new stuff section. That is but you very just, impressive. It's an impressive wizard costume, and it, it just. It's, it takes longer to get out of, but you are, you are a wizard, and I, I swear I can do it in five seconds. Like, just become, now, you can't big... see much. You, that's the only problem, because the beard and the hair comes around really far. No. You've got kind of tunnel vision. Are those your hands, or are those fake wizard hands? Those, don't, well, both. They are my <laughs> real fake wizard hands. Because those hands look really wizardly, but those are yours. Those are my real hands. Those are wizened hands. Don't they look kind of like... They look more wizardly w- than I would have thought. Yeah. yeah, your hands don't look that Wizard-ish. wizardly in real life, is what I'm saying. Well... I- I do like that that your friend. Ooh, yeah. now that you pointed now that them we're at me. Them up, yeah, now uh, you actually have a proper look. They are pretty magical hands. Those are, nice, those are nice hands. Thank you. You and Paul Tompkins have some beautiful hands. Have you ever seen his hands? I have not. Well, not not up close. I've seen him, so I presume I've seen his hands. But notably, it was dark, handsome. Yeah, yeah. No, but here, here I love your friend that got the Buffy things. I love any costume where, like, if you actually put something down, like your costume yeah, is exactly. not a costume anymore. That's what pissed me if off you so drop much. the cross, you're just right. Not oh, I had to go, you know, get a drink and I yeah. put it down for a second, and people no, are like, I'm "What? what? I'm <laughs> Buffy the Vampire Slayer. You're wearing <laughs> oh, jeans." Oh, wait a minute. Let me get my thing. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Now you hold it by the See now. See now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. No, you're just you're just a girl ca- dressed casual, wear- holding a stick. Yeah. <laughs> Two sticks. Now, would it be considered? Would it be considered a costume if you showed up wearing strobe goggles? Would that be a costume? You strobe think strobe goggles? Trying to get us into the next science story. Oh, <laughs> oh, good segue. Not really. No, I always try, but they don't work very well. Um, so that's a no, probably. Um, so <laughs> it's an article on NewScientist.com dot com about the fact that strobe goggle catch can boost memory. Dude, they're strobe goggles. Do you not get it? It's my costume. <laughs> I'm the strobe goggle guy. Wait, Any I costume you have to explain, or is a duh. <laughs> Um, yeah, these are these are these are goggles that simulate the effect of watching something that's like strobe lighting. They flick on and off that they use for these experiments to see how people learn differently. 
and and the rest of the world don't see them you only see them it just makes your i'll just i'll explain it as the article does um they said the catch isn't the kind of sport that normally comes with a handicap however the new vision limiting goggles these guys are wearing don't just make the game more interesting they're testing the effect of visual experience on memory weirdly the goggles seem to help people remember uh yeah the goggles simulate strobe lighting allowing the wearer to catch only glimpses of what's going on around them and this study at Duke University recruited people to engage in physical activities such as playing catch with some wearing the goggles and others donning eyewear with clear lenses. And in order to function normally and not continually drop the ball, the goggle wearers needed to adapt the way they processed visual information because they're obviously not getting as much. And after that came a memory test in which eight randomly selected letters flashed up on a screen. And following that recall prompt, uh, participants were asked to remember one of these letters in some trials, this prompt came immediately after the letters. In other more challenging ones, there was a delay of up to two and a half seconds, meaning the participants had to keep all eight letters in their memory for longer. And if you were wearing the strobe goggles, they seemed to increase your ability to retain information, and that boost was still active 24 hours later. So somehow being limited in what you're seeing makes your brain... Yeah, I don't, so it's I don't kind know, of... So they what they know. did, they first gave... So they gave these people the strobe goggles, and obviously they gave a control group regular goggles. Sure. Um, so that flipped... That the strobe goggles makes whatever you're seeing flick on and off, so you're only seeing you're only actually seeing what's in front of you. Every other, I don't know what the gap was, and they make them play catch, gotcha. and they're crap at it at first, and then they their brain gets retrained to process visual images differently. What and whatever that does to the brain, but are they then playing, improves their memory when they do a memory test afterwards. They're playing catch with some sort of machine that's putting the ball exactly where it was before. No, because they don't. No, because that wouldn't. No, be they're just. They have nothing to do with memory. No, they're right. just getting two people. They're just getting a couple of people to play okay. catch, but wearing these weird goggles. Okay. Um, it's just and, changing the way they, you're processing. All and this. as they're doing it, they're learning. They're, re, they're having to relearn how to process the the visual image of the ball coming towards them, so they can gotcha. manage to catch it. Right. And whatever that does to the brain, straight after that, still wearing the goggles, they, or I don't know whether they're even still wearing the goggles, but straight after they play catch with these strobe goggles on, they then do a memory test, and it turns out the people who just had to play catch with the strobe goggles on are better at memory, uh, score better on the memory test than the control group. Okay. So it's almost like working out some kind of mental muscle is what they compared it to. Having these things, uh, it's like, you know, it's like running with ankle weights, but for your brain, mm-hmm. for for input. But for to some your- reason, yes, but even not. Like not even making it more difficult, just making it more difficult. But the specific way in which it is, this flashing image, somehow keys your brain in differently. So maybe when your brain is put under stress, it feels like it has to overcompensate. That's what it seems maybe. like. It doesn't. It, yeah, so, they haven't worked out what the reason is, but they've done. There's there's been earlier work, according to the article at Duke University, that investigated the roles of such exercises known as stroboscopic training on human cognition. Stroboscopic. Stroboscopic. Stro- that's that's training. why those uh, those kids at the dance club that are all on uh, ecstasy right. are so successful in the rest of so life. Good at, right. So good at their because exams. their brains are so sharp. <laughs> yep. From the strobe light. Exactly yeah. that. That's why they're such superhumans. <laughs> Apparently, these improvements are titans of industry. These hey, improvements might have long-lasting stuff. benefits as well. That, that's is, what this article seems to suggest. Improvements in visual memory. Way off the topic, but Duke University. Did, do you guys mm-hmm. know the story that I killed five people at Duke University? This did you killed five people? This is a true story. Uh, 1996, I was doing a... Uh, that's how long I've been doing comedy. Uh, I made fun of George Bush, the first one. <laughs> That's how long I've been doing comedy. So, doing a one-nighter run through North Carolina. We do uh, the town that Duke's in. It's Raleigh-Durham or something like that, yeah. whatever it is. And uh, it was Greek night at the bar. And, boy, the kids were not into uh, hmm. uh, intelligent hmm. political huh. satire that evening. They weren't up for a monologist talking, <laughs> so they were trying to have sex with each other. So I ended my set by saying... I hope you all die in a fire. <gasps> and I was quite, quite, absolutely, uh, completely and totally from the heart. I really did want them to die in a fire. Oh. Cut to two weeks later. Oh, you can all look shit. this up. Sigma Chi House at uh, Duke oh. burns down. Five of them dead. <gasps> I killed them. I'm the wow. ring. I am the ring. You thought it and it happened. Right. And I've killed three more people since on stage. Yeah. Those are different stories, though. Don't cross Augie. I know, right? Yeah. I've sent someone to jail. Really? By wishing bad things upon them, but that's a different story. You guys are witches. Yeah, I have yeah. some powers. I thought I was yeah. the only and Russian And putting gypsy. drugs in their car. <laughs> <laughs> that's also part of it. Yeah, I killed someone once by driving into them. Is that <laughs> <laughs> but I really wanted him to die first. That's freaky. Does that like, freak you I out? Would... 
Yeah, it was scary as shit when I read Were about you it. wearing strobe goggles at the time? Right before that. Right before that, that's why. Because yeah. your brain was sharp. Mm-hmm. Could that not have been why you had bad gigs? <laughs> <laughs> I kept having my crowd killed. Killing you. As long as I sucked, I would have them killed. That's really a bad but way to I sell CDs show, after the show. I don't know why I can't move these t-shirts. I only have 20 Facebook friends. <laughs> has, there ever been a, has there ever been a Robert Johnson-esque legend about a comedian who met the devil at the crossroads right. and sold his soul for comedy <laughs> skills? Because that's what it sounds like who he did. Who would that comic be? Like, just like, I just want to sell more t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> How can I move these DVDs? That's I where have bumper stickers. That's, that was the day that, uh, that, that Dan Whitney became Larry the Cable Guy was after he met the devil. <laughs> the crossroads in Pensacola, Florida. And, I heard uh, though the other day, like someone was telling me, this Dan Whitney to Larry the Cable Guy kind of happened accidentally. Yeah, it did. I, I, like when I heard the whole story, I was like, oh, I kind of like the guy a bit more. Like he, he properly, like he made a choice to. Well, he, well, he he kind of started off on the radio, like he was just he was just doing morning radio, and he was just doing a kind of bit. It was just started off as riffing. I think he might have started off as riffing on stage, and then it became riffing on the radio. It was just like, hey, you know that guy? You know that guy? there's always that guy? You know the redneck guy? Like, yeah. He's like, hey, I'm Larry the Cable Guy, and then just and then dropped into sort of impression and started improvising within that character. And then the station cut getting him to come back and call back as this character. And the club started to advertise him as Dan Whitney, voice of Larry the Cable Guy, because it started to build a bit of a following. Mm-hmm. And then the next time it was just Larry the Cable... Like, cause it, just, it, it just developed a life yeah. of his own. It just right. became like an organic thing. And he used to phone into 20 of these different radio stations like every morning just doing this character just building up a fan base. Wow. And they'd just be like, let's talk to Larry the Cable Guy to see what his opinion is on the news today. And Larry would just do... Well, I tell you... Well, yeah. I'll blow your mind with this. We... We used to do the same clubs in the Midwest right before he hit. Right. And I would always hear tales of how funny he was. He, he was one of those guys that comics were talking about, oh, now, you got to see this guy. No, it's Larry the Cable it's Larry, Guy. Right. Before he hit, it was a legitimately really funny act. And I'll tell you something else. Uh, that first set was hysterical. Yeah. It was very funny. He's a great joke writer. He does a, he does a and the, the character he does is great. And, you know, yeah, he can't write a new hour in that voice. Every six months, like the media wants him to. Right. <laughs> so yeah, it's gotten a little tired. Right. But it was a beautiful character that he developed. I got no problem with it at all. My only problem with it is there's a fair amount of of really lowest common denominator pandering as far as like racial stuff. I mean, you know, yeah. he's he's because he's, he's making fun of that guy. Yeah, but, but he's also embracing uh, that guy. I don't. So it, anything you don't like is satire. Anything you do like is from the heart. I get what you're saying, but I. But my question is: Does he? Now I know like a couple comics that have opened for him on the road. Like uh, I think PJ Walsh has opened for him a lot. Sure. So he says, "Hey, call me Dan." Like that's you know he goes by Dan. But I feel like his persona is has to be a lot of the time. In the in the you know overalls, yeah, sure. wearing yeah. the the checkered shirt, you know what I mean. Like he has to. Isn't that weird if you are a redneck? Because it's like, like it's minstrel. Are, it's it, right. Like, it's blackface for right. it's blackface Where, When for does it turn on? When yeah. does it turn off? How do you differentiate? Yeah. How do you go? Okay, now I'm just gonna be me. If that's your entire like you go into let's say persona. yeah like you, you go in to do an event you drive there as Dan and then you change like I don't I never knew I, how yeah, that I worked how you would do that much as I do like also I've I've got more time for the guy I'm very amused at the moment Troy Conrad who comic and creator of Setlist has started doing these started creating these little memes have you seen it it's just a picture of Larry the Cable Guy in a kind of thumbs up position with these really profound philosophical statements <laughs> <laughs> right right. <laughs> April and I did put together something kind of like that. Like I've always said that I wanted to do T-shirts that were just um, those kind of like stereotypical shitty tourist trap T-shirts attributed to great minds. Like yeah. mm-hmm. one tequila, two tequila, three tequila floor, like Marcel Proust or something like that. Like, <laughs> but we had like 30 of them. It's, yeah, it's ridiculous. I'm not as think as you drunk I am, Louisa May Alcott. Or, <laughs> I could go on. Check out andytwood.tumblr.com. To, no. Mm-hmm. They are up there, though. Um, I think we're out of science stories. Um, I think we are. Are we out of time as well, or not? Well, we pretty much. We, that is we, true. We, oh, yeah, right at the hour mark. That was a good timing. Uh, not that we have to come in in an hour, but we do have a show, obviously, on after us, so we've got to get we got to hand over to the news now. <laughs> <laughs> a word from people our need, local. People need to find yeah, out what's happening local in Rwanda. stations were running over. <laughs> I learned a lot. Oh, thank you. Well, thanks for being part of it. We I think we learned learn a lot. Not, nothing science you learned, related. You learned, about, you learned stuff about Kira, about nipples. Yeah, and nipples. Huge nipples, and she's from the Ukraine. Mm-hmm. 
I guess I didn't learn much. Wait, about can I just suggest this? If you're ever considering a Larry the Cable Guy-esque transformation into a character, can you call yourself Nipples Ukraine? <laughs> Nipples Ukraine. I think that would be a good... And I think that would be more your burlesque name. <laughs> yeah, and I'll say something against Putin, and then you'll never hear from me again. Yeah. Thanks a lot, right. guys. Nipples Ukraine. Nipples if I saw that in a marquee, how do I not go into that place? Whatever Absolutely. it is. Yeah. Yeah. I just assume it's a food stuff I don't want. <laughs> it's a quinoa. I would get in line right then for tickets the next day. Because obviously that night's sold out. It's right. Nipples right. Ukraine. Right. Nipples Ukraine. Right. Yeah, you can't it's like get standing it room only. There's right. not going to be, yeah. Got to um, go on StubHub. Uh, as always, uh, listeners, if you have any corrections, any comments, uh, please do email in. Tweet us, probably science, uh, probably science at gmail.com. Find us at probablyscience.com and find our Tumblr. Um, please do, if you've enjoyed the episode, go on iTunes and give us nice ratings because that helps boost us up in the rankings. Uh, but be honest. Write, write if review. you didn't like it, be honest. But be honest to us, like personally. Don't feel the urge to share that with the greater iTunes community. <laughs> if you didn't like it, email us. If you liked it, go to iTunes. I don't want to. Be, oh, I don't want to be that the same that first. Like, that's like that. Or else oh, oh, the oh, rest of it. Oh yeah. If you like us, tell. If you like us, tell tell your friends. If you didn't like us, tell us. I'll take all yeah. the negative comments okay. and then kill them in Facebook a fire. Message me, Augie <laughs> Smith. That's two G's. All the negative comments. Yeah, find Augie online and also on Kira Sultanovich. I would suggest googling her name and then it'll suggest the correct spelling. K R K I R K I R A. Okay. I think it's actually very straightforward spelling wise. It is Sultanovich. It's- There's just one silent four in it. <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. You guys are making a bigger deal than it used to be. So please do find find Kara online, find Augie online, uh, send us messages, give us nice uh, write ups and ratings on iTunes, and thank you very much for listening. Yeah, we'll see you next week. Bye.